You're listening to the weekly sermon podcast from Union Road Presbyterian Church. For more information, join us on Facebook or visit our website at unionroad.org.uk. A good number of years ago, when I was a minister in, in Belfast, I used to visit a, an old man who, that time, who, used, who lived all his life, really, in Belfast on the north side of the city, the Shankill Road side, the Crumlin Road side. And he knew the roads and the streets, and the names of the streets, and he knew many of the families too around there, rows and rows of, uh, of houses. And in his latter years, he lived in a residential home. And when I would visit him, he would speak often of the streets and the landmarks that he knew and ask me about uh, you know, what was happening and around the area. And so often I had to tell him, because at that time there was such redevelopment, he said, I had to tell him, you know, that street is gone. It's been demolished. And then the next one beside it's demolished, and whole areas were being demolished by, uh, you know, uh, redevelopment. And he would sit and think, and then quite often it was the same thing time and time again. He said, change and decay. And all around I see. And then I used to add, O thou who changest not, abide with me. O thou who changest not, abide with me. So many changes, so many changes. And things are changing at a, at a, rapid, at a rapid rate, aren't they? And it's, it's, it's as we think about this that I want us to focus today upon that verse, verse 8 of Hebrews 13. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, whenever you think about this, it's so difficult for us because we, we're all changing. We're all every day, makes us a day older, and every get to the end of a year, we look back on the year that is gone, and, and we keep saying the week just disappears so quickly. So everything's moving so quickly. Uh, and whenever you think, as I do, of what you, maybe those of you who are sort of middle-aged and over, used to think what you used to do and now what you can't do anymore. And then maybe you think, God willing, what will we be able to do in a few years' time? Let's think about the Lord Jesus. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, let's, let's think first of all, what did he do yesterday? What did he do yesterday? Well, it's a story, of course, of love, isn't it? We're in the, coming into the Christmas season, and we sing, Love came down at Christmas. The Lord Jesus, born into, into this world, and uh, love divine, all love's excelling. The Lord Jesus, willing, uh, willing, he left the glory of heaven and came among sinful men and women, and he did it in love. That's the thing we've got always to remember. He did it in love. My love, love is, is something that can grow in us, grow in us, but it also can fade in us. Maybe years ago you used to like, like porridge for your breakfast, and now you can't cope with porridge for your breakfast or something like that. 
But the saddest thing is, whenever you hear, and sometimes I have heard this, you know, whenever a couple have got married and five years later, you hear them saying, but I don't love him anymore, or I don't love her anymore. That's, that is a dreadful thing whenever, whenever that happens. But the Lord Jesus came and he didn't learn to love. He loved his people from all eternity. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Oh, from all eternity he loved us. The Lord came down to save me, we sing, because he loved me so. He came in love. Remember, Christmas is about love. But then also, he came yesterday to show and to open the way to God. Because sin had closed that way, hadn't it? God hates sin and it cannot be in his presence. Think again of the temple and the temple with the, with the, the great curtain that was fixed. And only one day a year could the high priest go in on the day of atonement. It was barred to, it was barred to everyone else. But the Lord Jesus came to open up a way whereby we could come again to God. We can come in and through Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God, John the Baptist said whenever he saw him walking past. What was the next thing he said? Who takes away the sin of the world because it was sin that barred us from from God's presence. It was sin that had closed the door to God. And Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. He is the way to God. And where was that way opened? Of course, it was opened at Calvary. It was opened there. Jesus died in the sinner's place. Isn't that wonderful? Keep that. What happened yesterday? Well, the Lord Jesus came in love, and he came to open a way to God. And it's a way back to God. It's at Calvary's cross where we begin as we, when we come as a sinner to Jesus. Jesus came that we might be able to come reconciled to the Father. But then thirdly, what did he do yesterday? He came to save. He came to save. Oh, let us never be in any doubt about this. I think there are too many people doubt these things nowadays. But this is what Jesus came to do. He didn't come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. Whenever, whenever Simeon and saw him in the temple, he rejoiced when he, when he saw the Lord Jesus. The wild man of Gadara went home praising God whenever he had met Jesus. The thief on the cross, when he turned to Jesus and said, remember me when you come into your kingdom, today you shall be with me in paradise. What a glorious message. He came to save. He came to save. And to all those who receive him, to them, to the, he gave the power to become the sons of God. Oh, think about, think constantly about what Jesus did, what he did yesterday. He came in love. He came and he opened up the way. And he came, he came to save sinners. Then secondly, what is he doing today? The verse says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What's he doing today? 
We're not the same as we were yesterday. We're, we get older. We're not the same as we were 10 years ago. What is he doing today? Well, the th wonderful thing is, of course, he still reaches out in love. The disciples were told, go into all the world and preach the gospel. This is still the message, the gospel, that Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And this message must still be proclaimed. Just as he wept over the city of Jerusalem all those years ago, he still desires to see it because he loves, he loves. He loves, he desires that men and women would come unto him. Now, somebody might say, but, but, but how does he do this now? Sure, he died 2,000 years ago. He went back to heaven 2,000 years ago. How does he do that now? Well, of course, he went back to heaven and he said he would send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit would come and convict us and convince us, convict men and women of their, their need and, and draw them savingly to him. That's what he's still doing. He's still speaking in the hearts of men and women today, calling them, calling them to himself. And he still reaches out in love, calling men and women to himself. The arms of love that, that compass me with all mankind embrace. He still reaches out in love. Never, never doubt, never doubt that the Lord Jesus desires to save. Never doubt that the Lord Jesus desires that men and women would come unto him. He, he longs that they would come. He longs that that if there's someone here today and you still haven't come to Christ, if you still haven't, if you still haven't opened your heart and trusted Jesus as your Savior, look, he longs, he desires to save you. That's what, he, that's what his work is. He wants to save. He desires to save. What's he doing today? He reaches out in love. But what's he doing today also? He's still the only way to God. Still the only way to God. The gospel message is still the same. There is no other Savior. No one else has opened up the way to the Father. He still is the, the way. And why is he still the only way? It is because what he did was sufficient. What he did was sufficient. Nothing needs to be added. Listen, nothing needs to be added to what Jesus did on Calvary. There's too much talk today. You know, you have to do this and you have to do this. Nothing needs to be added. His work was sufficient. There was no other good enough to pay the price of sin. He only could unlock the gate of heaven and let us in. No work was left undone. Jesus paid it all. You know, the Lord Jesus completed a perfect work. A perfect work. Perfect for those who came on, came to trust him yesterday. Perfect for those who trust him today. And perfect for those who will trust him tomorrow. A perfect work. You never need to add to it. And I hope no one ever does add to it. He is still the only way. You know, sometimes you hear people saying, if you ask them, what is your hope for, what's your hope for heaven? What's your hope for heaven? And, you know, some people that even go as far, you know, I've been a good Presbyterian. You know, I'm glad you're a good Presbyterian, but is that all you're trusting in? 
Are you not? Do you think a good Presbyterian is a good Presbyterian without Christ? It's knowing Christ. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the only Savior. And that's the thing, you see. He still saves today. He still saves today. And the need of your heart is the same as it was the need of men's hearts years and years ago. It's a wonderful message. Still, he, he loves to save the sinful, to heal the sickened and lame. You know, it's so wonderful, isn't it, to know that, that somebody that we knew 30, 40 years ago, trusting in Christ, gone now on to glory, but still trusting in Christ today, that one day we will be with him in glory too. He still saves today, doesn't he? Still saves completely. So what's the Lord Jesus doing today? He still reaches out in love. He is still the only way to God, and he still saves all those who will come unto him. But then, thirdly, what will he do? Do you notice it says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever. You know, we can't imagine something forever. But yet that's what Jesus, Jesus is the same forever. Because he'll always love, you see, and keep his people. We look forward, maybe we look forward to the next few weeks, or we look forward to a new year, and uh, all the hopes and the fears, and we think to yourself, what will, what will perhaps a new year bring, or what even will a week bring? There will be changes. But this is the glorious message of the gospel. The Lord Jesus, who came in love, and who today reaches out in love, will always, always love and keep his people. Do you notice what it says in verse 5? Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Not tremendous. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And this is the glorious message, you see, of, of the gospel. He'll always, always be with his people. Be still my soul. Thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Do we doubt him? I hope you don't doubt him. If, you're, if you love the Lord Jesus, I hope you don't doubt him. Let's remind ourselves constantly of what he did as he walked among men. He never failed them. He never failed them, even in times of great trouble. And then when you think of these ourselves and our generation, has he ever failed you? Maybe some of you, like me, you're a Christian a good number of years. Maybe you're a Christian 30 years, 40 years. Has he ever failed you? He never fails. He never fails. He will always love. He will always keep his people. Nothing can separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus. But then... In the future, of course, he will always be the only way to God. One thing we, can, we will never hear is this, that there's another Savior. I hope no one has ever, has ever 
misled by anyone who would say that. That there's another way to be saved. There are plenty of false teachers. It tells you here in, 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 in these verses, it tells you in verse 9, do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. Don't be carried away. If someone comes to you and tells you, look, there's another Savior apart from Jesus, well, turn away from them. Don't have anything to do with them. Or if there's another, another way of salvation apart from Jesus, How could you imagine being in heaven and hearing someone say, you know, Jesus didn't bring me here. It was so and so. And that will never be, never be. The song in heaven will always be, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is the one who was slain to to have glory and honor and praise. He will have all the glory. There was no other savior Yesterday, There's no other Savior today and there'll be no other Savior tomorrow. Never turn away from Jesus. Never turn away from Jesus. Because he is the only Savior of sinners. Didn't we often sing, there was no, there, there was no other good enough to pay the price of sin. He only could unlock the gate of heaven and let us in. No other good enough. No one else. The work was completed. Jesus is the way. You cannot, we cannot come to to heaven without the Lord Jesus. But then lastly, he will save his people from all their sin. This is what he will do. Here he saves us now. Whenever we come to him, whenever we trust in him now, he takes away our sin. We know the the joy of sins forgiven, but we're still in the presence of sin. And we still say things and do things that that we shouldn't say. We're still troubled by it. But there's that wonderful day is coming when every believer will be taken from the very presence of sin and we will be and we will rejoice in the savior's presence forever there'll be no more sorrow there'll be no more sin there'll be no more strife for the former things have been taken away nothing will destroy the bliss of of heaven and this is the wonderful purpose of god sending his son not just to save us now, but to bring his people safely onto glory. Bring them safely onto glory. Paul, the Apostle Paul said, he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Able to keep what I have committed unto him against that day. So what will the Lord Jesus do? What will he do? Forever, he will always love and keep his people. He will always be the only way. There's no other way. He will save his people, his people from their sin, bring them safely onto heaven, onto glory. So the Lord Jesus is always the same. But we're changing. We're changing. We're very conscious that we're changing. But he's always the same. But what has the Lord Jesus done? What has he done for you? 
What has he done for me? Ask yourself this morning, what has he done for you? Paul in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17 said, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. That's what he does. Whenever you come to Christ, you're changed. Whenever you come to Christ, you become a new creation. And you're changed. And you're being changed. And you will be changed until that last day whenever we're, we're brought savingly, savingly to glory. That's what the Lord Jesus came to do for his people. He came to save. Oh, let me ask you this morning. I mean, are, are, is he your savior? Is there someone here and, and yet you haven't trusted Christ? Well, why have you not trusted Christ? What is your hope? There is no hope apart from Jesus. No hope apart from Jesus. Whenever you come unto him, then he's the one who deals with our sin. And he will bring us safely unto glory. But now, of course, he's changing us, isn't he? Changing us. If you're a Christian, he's, he's changing you. Changing you. That's the work of sanctification that we learn about so clearly in our, our catechism. He changes us to become more and more like Jesus. But he, of course, is always the same. Always the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our forefathers trusted in him, a wonderful Savior. We trust in him as a wonderful Savior. And those who come after us can trust in him too. And he's a wonderful Savior. Is he your Savior this morning? He never changes. But you're changing. I'm changing. And one day, we'll hear his, that call that we must answer. Will you be ready to go to him? Ready to be with Jesus? Oh, seek him with all your heart. And trust him, trust him. Let's pray. Mm -hmm.